One is named Remy. This is Remy. The other, Bobby Rocks. Bobby Rocks here. Together, they take you on weekly journeys of life from the point of view of Xennials, or people born in the late 1970s to mid-1980s. Their aim is to give a voice to the voiceless. It's the Xennial Odyssey Podcast. to the Odyssey. You know, some of us, like, and also relationships are forming, so you're stepping away from gaming for a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. like PS3. I can't tell you much about it. I yeah, I didn't, it, but, I didn't fuck with the PS3 at all. You know, I can't remember much about that generation because our generation was fucking and do you know what jobs I can, and moving. Do you know what I can tell you? And this is more of a hindsight, what I can tell you you and the audience about PS3. What's that? PS3 is the first time that, it's not the first time, but it, it again, is Sony taking a sonic leap or taking a risk. Oh, yeah, and I talk shit, actually. Yeah. I need to say something about PS3. They, they, take, they take a risk, and, and in hindsight, I get why they did it, but they, they made a system that was so ahead of its time that not even the, the producers. Computers the, at the time. Not, not even the other gaming companies could keep up with it. Yeah. it it was a system that was never maxed out not even close yeah because it was that powerful and that actually was my introduction to red dead the red dead yeah. series again by rockstar and i will tell you ps3 is the reason i switched to xbox and i i, and I went so back. that was xbox 360 yeah at that point uh yes yeah but and i went back because ps4 made up for it yeah, ps4 they a- learned they learned from their mistake and it's funny because Xbox kind of flipped. They were the ones who were like, they, they saw where we are today. We're in a social media world. Yeah. And, and they focused on that. And they focused on but that's that. That's why I don't fuck with that system. And and PlayStation, and they they did their, their um, they didn't do it at like E3 or something. They they hold their own conferences. Yeah, they, they all do now. And they debuted it. And, and the takeaway from a lot of hardcore gamers were, because they were like, oh, we got this, we got this, we got this. And, like, and all the hardcore gamers, people like me, would be like, okay, but what's the gameplay like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then here comes PlayStation, like, yeah, guys, we fucked up. We're we're more focused on the gameplay itself. And what's that? What's their demo game? Watchdog. Yeah, Watchdogs was a great. A lot of people won't remember it, but that was a fucking great series. Yeah. I loved that series, and yeah. I think that 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 is the okay. So I, again, talking shit a little bit because Bioshock was in the Xbox 360 era, and that game was again genre defining. I think in a lot of ways, but I think now's a good time to mention. I lost my life on a game on 360. Meaning? I've never played... Oh, what game? I've never put that many hours into a game. What game? Skyrim. Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Yeah. So when people ask me, people that I know who are hardcore gamers, like, yeah, what was... if I were to say, because I can roughly say how many hours I've put into that game, like, what, what would be a number to you that would make you go, wow? I would say that you put in, I'll say 350 hours. You would be, uh, you would be less than half the way there. Nice. I, I put in about a thousand hours into Skyrim. That's how much I love that game. Oh yeah, and it, yeah. it, it will keep giving if you want to keep taking. Yes. Like you can get to a point in Skyrim, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna be a vampire now for the next like six months that I play this game, and you can literally through, be a vampire. You can be a werewolf. I went through. Uh, I was going through a rough time at at the job we were at. Yeah, and I would basically I was having trouble sleeping, and I would have pr- problems shutting my mind off, and that's what coincided with Skyrim coming out. And I would literally get home at like eleven thirty at play night till three. And I four. would I would play till six in the morning. I would play till the sun come came up and go and just go to sleep. And I would literally just get myself immersed in open world. Yeah. 
and I and and uh, I know it's gone other places, but I'd never up to that point played an open world game like that. Yeah, no, it was remarkable. Like, like literally, you can go into someone's like castle who has a library, and you can read the history you can read of the every Elder Scrolls. Book. Yeah, you can read, and not only that, you can read each race's account. Yeah, I love the Argonian account. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> is that like more like uh... the, the, there? I know you brought it up, like a, the attention to detail that like Rockstar used, but the attention to detail that Bethesda uses with the Elder Scrolls is. Yeah, beyond impressive. I mean, you pick up a carrot in the wrong place and you get arrested and you're in jail. It, it, it's brilliant. And I think that, you know, it offers what you want. Like the cool thing about Skyrim and maybe Bob wants to play stealth and shit. Maybe I want to be a tank and just roll through and fight everything. So I've, I've what's your favorite build with or without mods? Let's just go vanilla for anyone listening. OK, I like playing as a wood elf. OK, So yes, I go stealth and archery. Yeah. Yep. And I'll, I'll admit, My Skyrim's least, archery is fucking very rewarding when you get I'm good at it. I'm not going to lie either. I'm not big on mages, Yeah, but I, I actually like playing as a mage. I've played as every kind. That's what I was asking. Every single way you can play that game, I have played it. I have done it over and over again purposefully and played that as every race. You 40 hours just at, what is it, Whitehall? The, the, for the, like the mage? The mage White, run. White Run. White Run. You could spend hours. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. You're talking about the mage? The whole the village, the town, yeah. Oh, Winterfell. There it is. Yeah. And like I told Bob, I was lucky enough. Like, I, you know, I'm a fucking gamer, so I snatched. Or Winterhold. It, it doesn't Winterhold. matter. People know what we're saying. But yeah. I have I snatched up a PSVR and I've got to play the entirety of. And let me tell you, Bob, if you can find a PSVR for like a buck fifty, dude, you like Skyrim. You don't even. You think you know immersion? You don't know immersion so, until so, you're. So yeah, Rem. You, to answer your question, when you like, because because I kind of hinted at it, yeah. I I have. I have played as every single race yeah. in Skyrim, and then I have played another campaign where I've played different than what their their natural strengths are. I've played as an orc, which is the berserker with heavy with, with, light. He, with heavy armor, and I've played it light stealth. Yeah. Whereas I've I've done that with what what elves are just the masters all that, but and then I played as a high elf because they're they're mages. Yeah. Like I've played any way you can imagine that. That's how that's how deep I've gotten into this game. That's the shit though. Now, if you count mods, my favorite character I've ever played. In it, Skyrim? It's Terminator 2. No, but it's close. <laughs> so, you know the um, the Dweamer? Yeah, the Dweamers. Well, well, they're, well, like, the, basically their version of, like, dwarfs and their machine-focused. machine, machine focused. Yeah, But the 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 people, the, the elves that went to go live with them yeah. when they disappeared. Yeah. And they became, basically, they have, they, they have eyes, but they don't really work. Those people. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That was what a snow elf became. And yeah. snow elves are, are extinct. And I found a mod where I could play as a snow elf. Oh, that's cool. And whoever made the mod just basically took the best of every base and gave them those attributes. But I didn't play for that reason. I played because a snow elf just looks badass. It sounds badass. Yeah. But I mean, and that's, I, I happen to have put about the shit, half of that, but that amount of time into Fallout 3 for sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, and the problem is, and, and people know this, is Bethesda has not put up once since those gems. Nope. It's failed quite a few times, actually. So yeah. a lot of people have been waiting to hear about the new Elder Scrolls for what? How fucking long, Bob? Eight years? A decade? So Bethesda, if you look back on them, Arena came out in 94. Okay. Daggerfell came out in 96, 97. And yeah. then shortly after that, another game came out. But it wasn't, it wasn't like an official game. It wasn't considered that. It was considered like a... It wasn't a DLC, but it was like it was like between a DLC and a real game. Just an expansion of sorts. Yeah, but it, it was a little more than a DLC. And then they changed the game when they came out with Morrowind. Yeah. They they did. 
And but then you see, because Morrowind came out like six years after the last Elder Scroll thing that came out. You can actually see the growth. But then between Morrowind and and uh, forgive me because I I'm gonna have to look it up. That's all right. Gonna have to look it up. But, but there was a three year gap between that and the next game, and then it went to five years between that one. Yeah, that one. And, and now it's ten years or whatever. Yeah. No, now it's like beyond that. They've though. announced the title, but I believe that's about it. Oblivion. How Oblivion. Elder Scrolls I... Oblivion. By the way, the best storyline of any of any Elder Scrolls Oblivion? game. Holy best shit. main best main storyline of any of the games. Sorry. No, Sorry. you're not wrong. Sorry. Um arguably I would give Morrowind the better entry title, like the song. I would give that the number one spot. But really? I, I would give Oblivion number two. Uh, Sky, Skyrim's is good, but it's but Skyrim's more accessible. Yeah, that's just a pick up and and you know, um, you, you ever see that meme where like uh, it's like a dude coming out of the bathroom. He's like, "Daddy, you, when you were in the bathroom, I killed that old dragon on top of that mountain. It looked like it was bad." What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he has one. I quote him. I quote him. His whole when you get him when you first meet him and he just he spits the most. We're talking about a really old dragon in Skyrim. Just deal with it. Yeah, yeah. But I, I quote him. To yeah, people. I was waiting for you to say the quote. Yeah. What is better, to be born good or to overcome your evil nature? No, pretty, that's what pretty, I'm saying. The, the writing on, on yep. Skyrim is remarkable. And like I said, man, if you, can, if you can, shit, maybe I'll just lend you my PSVR so you can have that experience. Because, dude, you need, if you like the game that much, you need to walk through it. Like that, you do. It's it's absolutely the first time you get the scale of the first dragon encounter in VR. Yeah, is still one of my favorite moments in VR because the scale's perfect. You feel tiny. I would say, so for anybody who is still listening to the episode up or has listened to the our, our take on video games up to this point is like, well, you guys have started getting into where online gaming is a big thing and you haven't talked about it, and it's like, well, I'm just sorry, but we don't like online games. Yeah, it's, you know what? <laughs> I respect its place. Yeah. I know Halo and Xbox made that huge. I don't like it. I don't like the online gaming community. I don't like like for me, it's just me. I'm a single player game, guys. Like I, I'm a single player game. That's my whole. That's who I am. ASL. I'm a um, single, <laughs> no, a single player game. But no, I just that's it. I, I relate more to the narrative. I don't like meeting people online. I don't like getting competitive games. That shit just gets me really anxious. Can, can I, this is gonna be the bone I'm gonna throw to online gamers, though. Yeah. I will say, I never played it. It's another game I watched friends play. Mm. The first online game, and it was on the PC. Was not on Strike? It. No was half-life yeah and and it, that was that was cool because number one if you wanted to communicate with everybody you had to type so what, what are you doing are you battling or are you typing yeah type chat yeah yeah you have to pick one yeah you have to pick one and it's how you paste but i love the fact that my friend who would play that would tell me like oh yeah these are people you know we, we've exchanged like aims yeah we're back then everyone yeah no, AOL it's, it's, instant messenger no but that shit was cool you could meet mm-hmm. brothers for life yep and there was less of the toxicity that went on. 100% and it, less. And if there was shit talking, it was more just banter during the game. And yeah, then it was it literally like, all, no harm, no foul. Like, you're not like caught in hate speech. You know what I mean? Yeah, like You're nah, not trying just, to deconstruct people as human beings. Yeah, I just, um, for me, that there's no joy in that. And if it's for you guys, cool, man. I know there's a lot of asymmetrical games now, too, where maybe uh, it's not. Shout out cool. to my friend Mike Lounge. When uh, I lived with him uh, a long time ago. And he's a he's a tradesman he's an electrician he was laid off from his job yeah and he was collecting unemployment and he would he was his joy his christmas morning was to play call of duty 
and put that headset on and talk shit to like ten year olds as hey, as man. like a, as like a guy in his mid twenties. Whatever gives you an erection to the to the point where, as I told Rem on the way here, it's burned in my mind. Like he would say, "Oh yeah, well you had to like fake, you had to like lick your palms like Ferris Bueller and like make yourself look sick." And all I'm doing is collecting unemployment, getting paid to like talk shit to you guys. So how's my dick taste? And I remember just sitting there going like, wow. But then you realize how sad that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then it's, you think about it again. True. You're like, oh, wow. He's really, well, he's really letting us 10-year-olds. Yeah. He's giving it to him hard. Yeah. Oh, what's the statute of limitation on that stuff? <laughs> right? Jesus. Yeah, see, I don't like that at all. I mean, I... I, I fucked with one, and I told you about it. I tried to, I tried to play Elder Scrolls online, and I hated it. Yeah, I had one good experience playing Red Dead Online with with the guy, and we both just agreed to not be fucking cunts and to just fish and hunt yeah. and do fun shit. And so that was fun. But that's one out of, you know, countless many people just being like, die, fag, and it, it's not for me. And what? not that that's completely representative of the circle of, of online gaming. We're just saying it's not for us, guys. That's all. Yep. Now, one area that is considered online gaming that I do... I do dabble in every now and then is like the people who will film themselves playing a game or on YouTube or Twitch oh, or yeah, those, are fun. Th- those, those. And yeah, cause those are entertaining, but I sometimes listen, man, when I can't, aff- I'm sorry. I know I was going to say, I physically, w- I'm not interested in doing those things. I'm like you. I just give me a game, give it open world, give it whatever. And it's just me and the NPCs. Yeah, no, that's it. You know what I mean? interesting too and like another thing i thought i'd bring into this conversation that's gone way too long but let's keep going no, is, um, i plan on doing two episodes so like the fun. evolution uh, i've been lucky that i i jumped in on the ground floor of vr too yeah. and i would like to discuss it just a tiny bit only because it really is i think the only place left for video games to go i think if you look at the modern ps5 right now and some of these well, games, yeah, graphics where graphics wise even if they can improve them and i believe they can the, the gains, yeah, the gains are not, they're not what they were. They're not what they were like, at all. You won't even, tell me the you, difference you, you see. Youngins, you youngins don't realize the difference between Atari, bit. Atari and Nintendo, which were both yep. 8-bit, right? No, Atari was 2-bit. Oh, and then it further, furthers my point. Yep. 2-bit to 8-bit. To 8 16, bits to 16, 16, 16 to 32, 32, or 64 if you did well, play Well, 32 that. to 64, yeah. 64 to 128. Yep. And then I can't count it's, either. Yeah, it's, it's uh, something But it's that's... doubled, and it can't... The point Bob's making is it can't double anymore. Yeah, because it, now you're getting into a point where now televisions have to catch up. Yep, I agree. Yeah, televisions have to catch up. And, like, and we're not really at a point there yet. Or, or for the example, 8K, the, the normal everyday person can't afford 8K. Yeah, and I don't want to look into someone's pores. I don't need 8K. I'm fine. And, like, that's the other thing is, so I think... Because I'm, I'm making an investment right now. I'm actually going to buy a nice gaming computer right now. Well, soon. Do you know why? Because we've hit the peak. That's going to be a good gaming PC for a decade. Yes, and you can always reconfigure it Yeah, and and like update it. Five years ago, that wasn't the case because they kept talking. But like right now, for how computers are running and how photorealistic everything looks, I I, I genuinely think the next step will be VR. And I think it's fun. 
it's kind of still in its basic stages, mm-hmm. but I've had some remarkable experiences. I'm excited to see where that where it's going to go. But also, when does it stop, Bob? It, I, it never stops. You know why it never stops? Because we keep buying. Well, not just that. When was the first time you looked at gaming and you were like, oh, this is like a money-making cash cow business? Oh, that's a good question. Probably Xbox Arcade and Xbox Going Live is when I realized. For me, it has nothing to do with playing games. Yeah. It's when I was, again, I'll, I'll, give, it, I'll, give, you some, I'll give everyone some backstory here. So my father, for the last like probably 15 years of his life, he worked out of his basement. He owned his own business mm-hmm. in the basement in the house that we're filming in now. And as he got closer to, quote unquote, retirement age, so his mid-60s, he would spend less time working, but he would still do full-time work. And he would just do the rest of his work in the living room, sitting next to my mom, watching the stock market channel. Yeah. And, and he would have it up. And he, would, he basically would do that and day trade at the same time. Nice. And the day that the stock market channel was openly talking about the gaming industry. Oh, uh, okay. Made me go, well, there's, there's, uh, there's never going to be an oversatiation, and there's ne- it's not going back. Yeah. There's, there's, it's, it's only going up and up, and that's why there's that much more of a push for, like, e-games. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you fuck with e-games? Like, just watching around that? I don't. What do you and explain that a little more? Like, so I'll give you an example. Oh, so, like the, so like, like being good at Call of Duty or being good at Fortnite. Oh no, I'm talking about treating it like a sporting league. Oh, not for people. Fuck with that at exactly. All. Yeah, like Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, has a has an e game. He owns an e team because he knows that's the next big easy way to make money. Yeah, and I, that stuff. Your like, athletes don't get hurt. Exactly, and ESPN got into that a little bit yep. too. They were the first one to do it. Like they bring around their Winnebago. And you would play a Madden yeah, game. Yeah, not for me, that. but it's cool that people fuck with yeah. it. And it's cool that people can make a living being a nerds, dude. Like, I don't, and it's, yeah, I agree with you. It's it's just, it's not my thing. I'm, I think it's fine. But I think that's, those are like the examples of when big business realizes the money they can make and how lucrative it can be. And so that's the avenues they go. And they don't have to create any content. And exactly, exactly. But then another issue mm-hmm. is what Microsoft is doing right now. They bought Bethesda. Oh yeah, they're they're slowly they're looking to yep. like buy they're looking out. to choke out that they, they basically what they are saying. And if someone wants to disagree with us and wants no, to reach out to us, it, that's man. fine. Basically, because I was thinking of getting a PS5, but I was gonna get it when Elder Scrolls Six comes out. And now it's not coming. It's not to gonna. PS5. Let's be. Let's not bullshit each other, everybody. No, no. They they know or Starfield that other they, new game. They're they making. know, but especially and the Starfield because it's a new like it's a new franchise. It's a new to itself. Agreed. So they, but they know, they know how much money the Elder Scrolls mm-hmm. is going to, a new game. It was a brilliant move. And it was a brilliant move. But you know what? I just think if I'm going, I'm, I'm with you, Rem. If I'm going to play it, I'm going to play it on a PC. Yeah. I'm just, g- that's how, that's how I'm going to, I'm going to get a gaming computer and that's what I would do. You know, because that monopolizing is, is, 
it's dangerous. It's always it's always been there. Yeah, but it's not like it's been in the last like five to seven years. And not that we could outwardly notice in gaming, which you can now. So. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so prevalent now that it's well. That was the realization gross. for me. Is and my roommate was like, "Dude, you're fighting between spending five hundred on a PS5 or four hundred on an Xbox. Buy a fucking computer." Oh, and. I am kind of backtracking, but with the current consoles, which are the eighth generation, I believe, or ninth, like, like PlayStation Five yeah. and Xbox, whatever it is. Now. I don't have one. Uh, I don't. I don't have either one of those. They're still, expensive as fuck. Yeah. But they were the first. They weren't the first consoles. the The previous, the seventh generation, were the first ones where, like, for the first time, you could legit like just download a game yeah. off the store, or you get the physical copy, and you could still do that. But you can tell with this one that they are. They're kind of steering us towards pushing. downloading the games. Yeah, and I'm not I'll gonna, just do it. I'll just do it on the Steam store. Yeah, and I was gonna say, and I'm I don't have a problem with that because when I was looking into getting a PS5, I was looking into getting the one that couldn't take physical discs. Yeah, because the games are cheaper online. Mm-hmm. That's their sell. That's but also, sell. there's like I don't know. There's people are worrying about digital ownership long term too, and if titles will disappear because some do. So I, you know. I get nervous about digital only, but I think it's inevitable. And I, I think that I think the only thing that could save what could save the industry from what Microsoft is single handedly trying to do. Yeah. Is if you get developers like and by that, I mean, the actual game makers who yeah, are yeah, like yeah, yeah. who basically and I, I truly think that the really good ones still look at what they do as an art. Oh, 100 percent. And, and they're going to say, you're going to limit my art. Well, fuck you. Oh yeah, it's good. What's happened soon is they'll be contested as a potential monopoly. Yep, and and I think and it's not like outright, but I've you've heard the grumblings of certain developers just saying, okay, well then we're just going to be PlayStation exclusive. Yeah, and like which sucks because the yeah. console wars, like you know, you would hope this many generations in that it would kind of just be like, come on guys, yeah, just give each other like, hey, what's up? But but at this point, like people have their preferred console. And there was talks. It's it's not going to materialize, but there were talks I'm about. I'm a Sony guy. You're a Sony guy, right? Yeah, there there are talks about being able to play online gaming between consoles. I know, but and that would have that like if they did that, that's like the last frontier. I agree. And I think that it's we're at a point where you guys have your bases enough that that's something you should look into. Yeah. Because ultimately, the end goal is if you guys are looking into or about making money, do that fucking shit. And that's but, why, like I told you, like. The, but again, Rem, this is this is what this is kind of this is the way Zennials look at it. Yeah, no, and that's it's fair. True. You know, it's yeah. our experiences from past experiences and shit. And like all this wanting to play old games lately, I realized because yeah, you can download them on new systems and shit. But that's why I looked into that little motherfucking system because I would love to just have them all on hand without having to deal with paying a download. And we didn't shit. we didn't talk about it that Nintendo bowed out, not to the level that Sega did. But they've bowed but, out since then. But in a they weird bowed. Way. They bowed out. They came back. They bowed out again. They're they're with the Wii. I mean, with the Wii. No, so like the Wii, all the Wii of them, was though. the Wii was such a niche at the time that it was like there. It was the way to get them back into the conversation, and it worked. Everybody bought one. Yeah, but then when they tried to do the second generation of it, it fell flat on its yeah, fucking no face. One cared. And then they had to go back to the drawing board, and they did it again. And that's that's impressive. The Switch with the Switch. Yeah, and I and I'm not gonna lie, I do want a Switch. They're and, nice systems. And and the reason I want it is for the handheld ability of That's it. what I mean. Take and it I've, on a plane and I've shit. even told my wife, like, when we go on trips, if I get a Switch, like, literally, because the controllers disembark from it, and you can have two people playing. We can just play Mario Kart on a yeah. plane. On a plane. And then she, like, looked at me, and she gave me that, like, she appreciated that. And I was like, okay. No, that's a right. good sell, man. Honestly, portable systems are the way to go. So I like what they're doing. Yeah. I like what they did. I think... But they're a niche family yeah, system. Yeah, I think now they're niche. You know, and and, and and it's and for people that are your your age and mine, 
on some level for the nostalgia factor, it's sad because of how huge they were. And they're well, they're still killing it, but to me, I have okay, this is gonna sound bad. But they're not number one. They'll no, never Breath be number of the one Wild again. was incredibly, yeah. incredibly enticing. Yeah. But outside of that game, yeah, they Nintendo really hasn't intrigued me with a property in a long time. No. The Pokemon shit ain't for me. No. A lot of the shit they sell ain't for me. I don't care about Smash Brawls and Balls Brawls and Smash Brothers. You never got into Smash I Brothers? enjoy it, but I'm not one of those okay. motherfuckers who lives and dies by the blade. I had a I had a high school. You know how like high school has after N64 school clubs. Before Smash Brothers was the best Smash Brothers. Do you know how um like in high school we had after school after school clubs? Yeah. Yeah. My mine had a uh, Smash Brothers club. That's dope though. And we used to play it on a projector. Yeah. And which and we we would basically bring in like four consoles. So that, like, at that point, what the fuck? Like, 16 people could play. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Which was amazing. And we had a teacher who was into that. And that was, like, and he wasn't, like, a weirdo. Yeah, he wasn't. Well, well, to us, he wasn't a weirdo. Maybe to other people, like, he was a weirdo. It doesn't mean he didn't diddle someone else. But, um... But yeah, and so at this point, I'm I'm doubtful of where it can go next, because I think it's reached a height. But I'm also... I thought that... When I played Sonic, dude... At like 15, I was like, games will never look better than exactly. this. Exactly. I yeah. said that to my best friend. I'll never forget that. So so for you youngins out there, that's something you will, you also will never get to experience. Yeah. Like what we went through. Every system. Con- every system. There's no way this can be topped. And then it's not <laughs> it's only topped. topped. It, it's way better than your expectations. Yeah, yeah. We saw the evolution. And like now you're talking about photorealistic games. And it's like, all right, this is where I thought it would go and eventually end. But I also think there's an issue when your consoles are five, six hundred bucks. I think you become way less approachable for people. Yes. I know one my friends has a PS5. Everyone else still plays their PS4. I still play PS4. Yeah. And I only play one game. I play Fallout 4. But here's the thing. PS5, tell me the must play on that system. There isn't one. Yeah, exactly. That's why I haven't gotten one yet. The new Harry Potter game looks fun, and, but and let's let's be honest. Like if I'm if I truly am looking to play the next Elder Scrolls, Computer. it's probably going to be on the ninth generation at this point. Yeah, because they haven't even announced it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, in, and I say that because, I mean, again, we're at a point where they're also making new generation consoles quicker. They are. Like, oh, you know what I hate that they're doing, though? And this never happened when we were younger. Now you got like, oh, I got a PS3. This is a PS3 Plus. This is a PS3 Slim. This is a PS3 Neo. This is a PS3 Prime. And they're doing it with the PS4, too. That like, yeah. oh, do you have a Slim? Do you have a mod? Because I got this game, right, called Dreams. That's supposed to be this um, open, basically open software for VR on the, on the PSVR. Yeah. And it's cool, but they optimized it for the PS4 Pro. So nothing in the game really works. Do you have, I have an old you, school one. You, have a P, you said you have a PS4, right? Yeah. Was it like original before the, all those? I think so. How much did you pay for it, roughly? I'm not asking specifically. Fuck, do I remember paying 300 bucks? 300? Exactly. I went to. I went on a Black Friday. Yeah. I went to Target. I got the Nathan Drake edition. So it came with every in Uncharted. Uncharted game. All redone yeah, for, yeah. The, for the PS4. And I and they just said, hey, if you open up a Target card, you get 5% off on top of whatever it was. I did. I paid like $270. Yeah, yeah, that's how you do it, boy. And here we are almost a decade later, and I'm still fucking with it. No, I mean, like, that's the thing is is it's still, it still blows my mind. The new God of War is on PS4, and it's yeah. gorgeous. All the games they're dropping for PS5, they realize they're not going to move numbers unless they also release it for PS4. Yep. So I feel like they kind of fucked up with this one. I think that... If it does drop down to like 400 bucks, maybe. But again, 
you can get a six hundred dollar PC right now that'll last you for ten years. And then yeah, as you as you go along, you just buy the parts. Yeah, you upgrade to, your graphic to, card. That's the thing. It. That's the fucking thing, man. So mm-hmm. I think it's just the way to go. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm pretty excited to see where shit's gonna go next. I agree with that. You know, yeah. I, I'm a part of me is wondering if it's burnt out and that's why it'll turn to VR. And I, I've had some amazing experiences in that venue, so maybe. But um, but I'm mostly I think it's also been a, a absolute wonderful way to waste time in the last thirty years of my life. in the darkest points of my life. Yeah. Which, by the way, we didn't even talk about how PS2 was the first one that was a DVD player, too. That's true. I and, know. like, if you put I would in... go between them. I would go between... And you could play the CD and... player and there would be, like, a visualizer yeah. on your screen. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, like, the PS2 has such... It's so near and dear to my heart as a console because of just how wonderful... It was won- perfect. Wonderful it was for me at those dark times when I just wanted to be alone. And instead of just being alone in my thoughts... I was alone with games. I was alone with games. Yeah. Now, granted, yeah, some people would say, well, what the fuck's wrong with you if you're just, like, chilling out to playing Manhunt, which I I did. Don't judge. No, fuck it. Some people read, some people game. I did. But I'm also, for people who ask me things like that, they're the same people who give me funny looks when they're like, well, what kind of music do you listen to to calm down? I'm like, ah, you know. Well, I was going to say, ah, probably Roots by Sepultura, the whole album. Hey, it's like they said, when you go down, motherfucker, you go down fighting. Like, you do. Hey. That's our generation, too. Yeah, to that, that is our, yes. Uh, if there is ever a song that sums up people of our age, it's that song. But yeah, it, it's, it's, it's been impressive. And, you know, and there's also, I got to say, like girls playing guys. Play, like there's a big cross section now that didn't exist with me and Bob. We, we were supposed to have Kelly on, and I'm sorry, Kelly, we had technical difficulties. We legitimately sat we, here for 45 did. minutes yes. trying to get you we, on. We huh? tried, and I'm, and I'm so sorry, but... That was the angle that Kelly wanted to bring to the show. She wanted to bring the misogynist history of gaming. Which, and you know what? Let's which, address yeah. it for a minute. Yeah. I mean, but I also want to say there's Nintendo telling you to fuck yourself yeah. because you got Metroid. You play through all the Metroid thinking that you're motherfucking, um, basically you're like Boba Fett. And the last and frame the of Metroid. Is you are a lady. Yeah. And it wasn't like. A badass lady. Dude, that. watching p- my friends beat Metroid, none of them were like, what? The fucking lady? Everyone was like, that is amazing. And everyone was like, a lot of my friends were like, oh, like uh, Ripley from Alien. Yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Strong. Oh, women. don't you love that? Don't, don't you love how, like, the future generations. And I'm not, this is about Kelly, because I think Kelly would agree with us on this part. Um, Acting like they're the first female action stars, all these women. Yeah. Oh, like, have you guys ever watched a James Cameron movie? Yeah, he just always put Ripley, the women at the forefront. Yeah, Sarah Connor. Characters in the Abyss, Avatar, all of it. Yeah, and, and you know, I think, but, but she's right, ultimately. In 90% of the games... She, about gaming? Absolutely. 90% right. of the games I played growing up, I didn't even realize that it was me saving the poor, helpless damsel. But well, that's, that's what Mario built a franchise off of. But here's the thing, okay? Let's talk about... I'll, I'll diverge for Kelly and for you for a minute. There's a game called Braid. Do you know about Braid? Okay. So in Braid, it's much like Mario. You're going through platforming and doing shit like that, but you can reverse time if you die and shit, okay? 
So you're trying to save this princess, trying to save this princess. Dude, you get to the end, and you find out that the princess has been running from you the whole time. Genius. You're not saving her. You're a creep. You're a creep. And then some other guy comes out at the end of the game, her actual like hero, and kills you. And you realize you've been the villain stalking a girl the whole fucking game. So I think there are brave developers now who are saying, yeah. we don't agree with the trope. We yeah. don't agree with the trope of the particularly the white barrel-chested hero the coming white in. Knight, the white knight. Yeah, saving the day. So I, Kelly's 100% right, and I think we should have her on to dissect that at some point. Yeah. That would be a fun full-hour discussion. Um, but I also think right now, thankfully, in the medium of indie games, there are a lot of women doing it, kicking open the door and saying, hey, listen. And let's even go back and say, did Lara Croft have big tits? She did in the game, but you know what? She was Lara Croft. Like, no one was like, in other words, people were like, oh, a female adventurer, dope. No one didn't buy Tomb Raider because, like, fuck girls. Do you know what I mean? So I think we've seen the massage, but I think we've I seen- bought it for her butler. Right? <laughs> he was dope. You Poor could guy. Trap him in the house forever. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's evolved, thankfully, because it was a very old school in the way it represented people who are victims and people who are heroes. And it, this is where... And, so, and honestly, one more thing real quick. Some of my favorite games of all time, like Horizon Forbidden, Horizon Zero Dawn, it's amazing female leads in these games. Yeah. When I play Assassin's Creed, the last two Assassin's Creed, play as the females. They're better voice oh. actors, and it's really, really rewarding in its own way that's interesting all. yeah so some of my favorite games yeah. now are led by females interesting yeah what i what, what i was gonna say is i think again because the the business is really global and it's always been global. oh yeah more than we know yeah and that is one reason why on the low especially it it was really more inclusive whereas like uh, think of other like uh industries that were it took longer to be more open, open and international, yeah. and yeah, 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 it's and, true. And, and yes, they, they, yes, they, they're also they had a ways to go to include female developers and all that. But at least a first step is you. They had n many develop. There was many a developer, like you said, with Metro that would that were like, okay, so the lead's a female. Who gives yep. a shit? Resident Evil. Who'd you play as? Resident Evil One. Chris and Jill. Yep. Always, you know. So, yep. so it was interesting. And Jill, Jill comes. How does Jill come across in the first one? What? Um. Almost she, like a Mary Sue? She comes across at, not entirely, but at times, she comes across as a damsel in distress. Yeah, you're right. You oh, just Barry, happen to be paying, playing me. as a And then a guy will open the door. That's a good point. Yeah. I like that. Whereas, I mean, Silent Hill, it didn't matter if you were. <laughs> it didn't matter if it you didn't matter which gender yeah, you, you were. fucked either way. Yeah, what a, ma what a master class, you know? And it, it's, it's worth talking about that. And, like, because there are moments when I would finish games when I was younger, and I'm like, oh, my parents have no fucking idea. Like, this was a game about a man who was guilty for putting his sick wife down. So he created a reality in which he could survive, but everything there was a twisted version of reality. It was a nightmare. Yeah. So in other words, when you see Pyramid Head in Silent Hill 2 raping those mannequins, that's sort of you wanting to fuck all the nurses as you're... As your, yeah. Bro, even the sexy nurses. The only place sexy nurses has belonged is part two. Yeah. They've been used in every Silent Hill since. No, you fucking idiots. And the, and the film. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the film did it great, though. The they did. They did, did the first. The first film did do a great job. Um, a, a film that does not get enough uh, credit. Want to hear something amazing? It it's gonna make you happy, bro. The guy who directed that, Christopher Gans, yeah, hit up Konami and said, "You need to drop that ter terrible second movie from canon, 
and let me do a second Silent Hill movie based on the Silent Hill 2 game. Ooh. Bro, it's almost finished. Yeah. Like, Who's playing the uh, lead? We don't know yet. We, haven't, we don't know who our James is yet. Ooh. Oh, who would be your dream James? Do you think they went back to... um? Who was the guy? He's from The Walking Dead that was going to be in the Silent Hill movie. Or the Silent Hill video game. Norman Reedus? Yeah. No, I mean, okay. So I, we, wouldn't be, I wouldn't have a problem if they brought Norman Reedus. You know who uh, I think would be really good? The who? guy from The Americans. Ooh, yes, he would. I there like it that is. guy. Okay, yeah. Mike Reese Rice. I don't know how to Either say Either way. Like he's, I, he's got one of those weird Welsh names. I can't But remember. I could see him doing that conveyed, tortured Harry and like the cockiness of Harry I mean, sometimes. Well, he, yeah, basically it's very similar to yes, the character he played character. on The Americans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be remarkable. And you know the Silent Hill 2 remake's coming out this year. Oh, thank goodness. Like Bluebird teams trying to make it proper. I would love to play through a new, I'm, So if I have to get a PC just to play through a new version of Silent Hill, that's fine. So be it. Yeah. Shall be done. So make it so. So, it's been uh, a great episode. Yeah, 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 we're we're back. We covered we covered a ton. I'm gonna mix and match it, like kind of like I did. I, I didn't do that a lot. I know I said I was. I didn't need to. On you the don't last need one. to. I don't. Think. And I don't need to on don't, this one. Don't I, give yourself too much I just, work. I just need to break it in half. You know, we forgot about though handhelds, but that's fine. Yeah, that could be uh, that can be an offshoot. Yeah. Um. But anyway, it, it, it's it's nice to see. I think, and with the Last of Us to take it full circle, the medium getting the fucking respect it deserves. Finally. Yeah. Yeah, because they've tried with they've tried to make movies. Failed so in the nineties. They were abortions. They were abortions. Bro. They were Double abortions. Dragon Mario. They were abortions. Um, what was Double Dragon? The one with uh, Raul, where he played Street uh, Fighter. That the was movie. Street Fighter. Speaking of abort, and like it's it's a shame. He do you he know was, why? Do you know why he did that? Yeah, because he had to get money for like his fa- for health because he was dying of AIDS. N- no, he well he had cancer. Oh, that's what it was. But he he did it. He knew he was gonna die. But he did it for his kids because they loved they loved that. You so, see, but so that's like. That's I know, like a, but that's he's a cast as the strongest physical character in the game. I know, game. and he was, and 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 uh, and for anyone who's never seen the movie, I mean, he was in, he was towards the end of his life with cancer. You like, can see it. Like he's gaunt, he's hmm. very weak, and they have to like, I know, mess with camera angles to and, make like, him put look him more in imposing. a padded outfit. Yeah. yeah, fucking. But he did that for his kids. Yeah, that's and that was like that was a way to go. That's the only thing that's like redeemable or positive. Oh, no, that's I can nice say about though. That. Yeah. And if anything, by the way, I believe Double Dragon's soundtrack is the only reason we should talk about Double Dragon. Oh, is it one of those like that just had bangers on it? Yeah. I don't remember. I know yeah. there was some. It has arguably the, the best song by The Far Side. Passing Me By? No, no. that, that No, it battles it out with that song. Wait, let me guess. Um, the one where he bangs his teacher? No. That's Passing Me By. <laughs> <laughs> no. But it does. I'll give you a hint. It also begins with the letter P, like Passing Me By. Fuck, you gotta give it to me. I'm Pandemonium. Pandemonium. That's such a beat. That, that beat to that a... song. Dude, can we just talk about Farside for a whole episode? Uh, okay, yeah, we could talk about that. We could talk about how they are the most criminally underrated performing artists in entertainment yeah. over a period of time. And like you can go through hip hop now and all the best videos you see get snagged from something the Farside did. 15, they did an entire video in reverse because they were because before they were a rap group, they were choreographed dancers. And they made And it that's s- also a dope song, by the way. And they Drop. they learned to do the 
vocals and everything is matched on backwards, yep. bro. Ah, that's the problem with being Zennials is we just got so much to talk about. We got yo. so much nostalgia. We got so much shit that you guys think you're originals, you newbies, and you just fucking steal it. Who fucking cares? Shut up. Let's end the show. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Wow. I thought I we could know. go on forever. No, I'm having a I'm having a great episode. I mean, does anything? I mean, we got some. The other, well, I was gonna say to end it. The other thing is, is that we can do other episodes about video games because it's endless. That's an yeah, endless I agree. topic I agree. that we can do. Yeah, it's a lot of fun and um, it's constantly evolving. Maybe I'll talk again once I have my PC. Oh yeah, that would be a good like update. We yeah. could do like update episodes. Yeah, I'll be yeah, like, hey, Remy, got- Remy got a PC. I don't know how to optimize it, guys. Give me a few weeks. <laughs> Bob, Bob got a Nintendo Switch. Right? He's ne- he has never come back. He's just riding on planes because listen, just- man. I know, but uh, beside that, that that's a great way to manage anxiety, dude. Having a little Switch by your side. It's it's more for me. I'm I'm fine with flying. I don't get anxiety like that. It's more for me just oh, just to kill time to kill time. I would have literally yeah. given a hand job to a monkey to have a switch for my 16-hour flight to Hawaii and back. Because people, um, if you ever see me on a plane, and it's the thing that sucks about Bluetooth, is Bluetooth is hit or miss on planes. Planes have gotten better. They're more friendly about yeah. what they will allow you to do. But that's why I get headphones that I can plug into things or whatever. But I'm perfectly content with playing music on my phone and playing a game on my phone, which was another thing, by the way, Kate Kelly wanted to bring up. You want to bring up well? What about the angle of like the games that are on our phones? No, like, that's a whole episode. And then. Yeah, we'll do yeah, that. yeah. And, and yeah, she did bring up like Pokemon Go. But what I, about fucking but Angry I, Birds? We I, all beat that shit. Yeah, I, I told her. I mean, I still crush Clash of Clans. I still play that game. People love that game. Yeah, yeah I just don't, I don't pay any money into it anymore. Yeah, I don't fuck with mobile because I'm I have too addictive of a nature. I keep my gaming on my console, but that's the fun of the world. All right. So yeah, I think for this episode, these episodes, yeah, we can we can wrap it up now. All right. Well, hey, guys, listen, go play some fun video games with someone you love. And we'll try to fix this uh, soundboard for the next time. But until then, everybody, take care, as always. Fly high, stay high, don't die, bye. Bye.